This show may contain mild language and mild adult humor. Listener discretion is advised. Alright guys, it's time for the Split Screen Players Podcast. We're multiplayer and multi-gaming and multi-multi-all just blend into one crazy delicious pancake. For lack of <laughs> any better words. <laughs> I, I have Scott here with me is Joe. Say hello, Joe. Hey, what's going on, guys? And of course, the Dark Knight himself. We have John. What is going on, guys? And this is episode one, recorded uh, on August 14th of 2014, even though technically I think it's August 15th now, uh, because yeah. of technical difficulties has forced us to record at midnight. <laughs> so expect yeah. this all to just sound fantastic. We're going to be so motivated. Halfway through the show, we're like, I don't even freaking care anymore. <laughs> I, don't. I don't even care. Like who who's gonna listen to this? I don't even... Anyway, all right. So let's go ahead. We have a sponsor already. Wow, amazing! That was quick. Ooh. I think we all have shopped at Amazon by now, uh, the online mega store that has just about anything you can imagine. But have you ever checked out Amazon Prime yet? Prime is a fantastic service by Amazon with some incredible benefits. All orders placed by Amazon Prime members will have free two-day shipping, regardless of the amount of your order. Amazon also opens up its video library for you to stream with over 40,000 movies and TV shows at your disposal, even some not available for streaming by Netflix or Hulu. Not big on video entertainment and would rather settle down with a nice ebook? Prime has you covered on that too, with the ability to borrow a book and read it on any supported Kindle and Kindle app device. If you're still not sold, you could try it free for 30 days and see if Prime is right for you. If not, simply cancel within the 30 days with no cost to you. What do you have to lose? Try Prime today. You can get your free trial over by clicking on the Prime banner on our website at www.splitscreenplayers.com or by clicking the link in the show notes below. So there you go. Yeah, and let me just say, I, I'm a member of Amazon Prime and I absolutely love it. I'm on there all the time. I buy so much crap, crap I don't even need. But I buy it anyway just because I got Prime. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I got Amazon Prime myself, and it's amazing. And it's funny, too, because uh, recently I wanted to see uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm-hmm. And Netflix doesn't have that for streaming. And I was freaking out. And this is actually one of the main reasons why I got it. I was freaking out. I'm like, man, I, I don't want to buy this. That's I just want to watch it once and be done with it. And uh, sure enough... Amazon had it on their Prime service, so I, I just went ahead and I did the thirty trial, uh, thirty day trial, mm-hmm. watched it, loved it, and uh, I've actually been catching up on True Blood and all sorts of fun stuff on there now. So, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing service. Yeah, yeah, it is. you know, as a matter of fact, I went and got one of those Amazon Fire TVs. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I don't have cable. I don't have cable TV anymore. I just have that. So yeah, yeah, and that thing's amazing as well. But that that's for another time. Yep, yep. That's cool, though, man. That's very, very cool. Uh, so, obviously, uh, this is our first episode, so we need to kind of quickly explain what we're doing here. Uh, this is a multi-gaming uh, platform podcast. 
where we'll talk about anything from PC gaming to PlayStation 4, 3, Xbox One, 360, Nintendo Wii, and Wii U, um, and all sorts of fun stuff in between. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, this is for all the people who loved Lethal Injection Minecraft podcast and kept saying, please God, do another show, I miss you guys so much. Well, here's the other show. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we, yep. we heard you guys. We heard you. We, we love you too. And we're back, and uh, we we got a lot of news to kind of cover today, so uh, we'll get to that in due time. Uh, obviously, the sponsor thing is pretty cool. Uh, I, this is probably the first time that I've actually had a reliable sponsor. So, <laughs> yeah. no offense to Redstone Host, uh, they they were great, but it was kind of clear they weren't listening to the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are they still sponsoring? Uh, I think we are still technically sponsored by Redstone Host. The oh, show man. itself is gone, but the sponsorship is still there. Um, but it, but to be completely frank with you guys and to be transparent, uh, when you do try the 30-day trial, we do get a kickback from Amazon. So you really are supporting the show by even just doing the 30-day trial. Even if yeah. you cancel... Uh, it it that's fine. We get we get a kickback for the trial. I mean, we also get a kickback if you decide to stick with the service and continue going on, and that's no extra cost to you. That's just Amazon kind of being, oh okay, you actually gave us some uh, customers. Here you go. Uh, it's not big, but every little bit helps. I mean, because we're yes. paying for this out of pocket, so you know, I'd I'd love to get to a point where it pays for itself. Yeah, and, and these speedos are getting expensive. Tangerine <laughs> Speedo, you're the talk of the town, Mr. Tangerine. La 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 la. Anyway, uh, so the website is still under construction, but it's very functional right now. Uh, if you go on, it, like I said, it's splitscreenplayers.com. Uh, we got the World of Warcraft guild already set up for all you guildies out there. Uh, we're gonna get all the podcast sections set up once this is uploaded and goes live. Uh, we'll be on iTunes. It might be a couple episodes before we actually show up on iTunes, uh, but we will be on there. So there's there's a lot in the works as we're doing this. So stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, game servers, we like I said, we do have a World of Warcraft guild called Night Shift on the Zuljin server. Uh, we are Horde side because we're evil assholes. And, uh, yeah, if you are a World of Warcraft player, you can actually join the guild right now. So you can get more information on the website. Uh, and then as far as game servers, we're actually working on a Minecraft server with uh, our, a server being provided to us by Swenson Gaming, a.k.a. Linux for Life. If you've ever listened to a Lethal Injection show, and good God, I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't have, uh, you would have heard Linux's voice. Because if you can't speak your mind, Shut the beep up! Anyway, <laughs> yeah. that, that was Linux. Don't start with the sound effects. Beep. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep the cursing at a minimum, remember. Um, so yeah, uh, he's providing us with a server for the show, and uh, it is a Feed the Beast light server. So you get all the fun of Feed the Beast without anything too crazy technical. Uh, we're, we're not adding any additional mods to it, so if you download the Feed the Beast client and... Uh, download the Feed the Beast Lite 2 pack. You'll be able to connect to our server. Uh, we, we do not have an official IP address for it yet. It's still in the works. It'll probably go live uh, around August 30th. So we will be very excited for that. And John, do you have any plans to maybe join that Minecraft server? 
Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Can't wait. Some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> um, last last couple things to note as far as the World of Warcraft Guild. We are recruiting all players. You must be 18 plus, though. I'm sorry, kiddos. Uh, nothing personal. And uh, lastly, we do need a raid leader and a PvP leader. So there you go. Uh, we are also going to bring back a section called the Shady URL. Uh-oh. It's not of the week because the show is going to be every two weeks, but it's the Shady URL of the episode. And, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a show hosted by this trio if we didn't make fun of ourselves a little bit. True. Uh, so we used splitscreenplayers.com as the site. Uh, do one of you want to tackle what it became? Already. Oh, don't all jump at once now. Yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say Joe get it, you know, but... Yeah. Joe, why don't you go ahead and get it, because you piped up first. All right. And the site, www.splitcreenplayers.com, has now become www.5z8.info forward slash auto install under slash C5Z0ED underscore how to build a bomb. Uh-oh. Wow, what the hell? Well, I didn't because... do it. Because the show is the bomb. Oh. Yeah, that's about it. I'm go. not building anything. <laughs> I promise. Maybe a new PC, but... Dude, just because you got caramel skin doesn't mean we all assume you're building a bomb, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Caramel skin. What's <laughs> <laughs> next to caramel? I mean, it, I don't want to just say brown, because that just sounds racist. Bronze? Bronze? It's not bronze. He's not shiny. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck? What depends? Look guess. like a perv cake. <laughs> it depends. If he's wearing depends. Uh, no, uh, I'm kidding. Anyway. My khaki colored friend. Khaki <laughs> colored friend. I like that. Well, well, maybe we'll stick with that. I don't know. Uh, so, John. Yes? What have you been playing this week? I have playing. Yeah. I have been. <laughs> You've been playing. Bleh? Yeah, that, yeah, that's all, yeah. I have been playing the crap out of The Last of Us Remastered for the PS4. Oh man, how yeah, is it? I absolutely love that game. It it was amazing on the PS3, and it is like a hundred times more amazing on the PS4. So, what's additional in uh, the remastered version? Well, in the remastered version, um, you get all of the DLC content that was for the original that you had to pay for, like. Uh, the expansion uh, left behind, mm -hmm. uh, where you get to play as Ellie, and uh, you get to find out her backstory with uh, her friend Riley and what happens and goes with that. But with the PS3 version, you had to pay for it. So gotcha. with the PS4 version, it comes automatically with the game. So that's almost cool. like a game of a year or a game of the year edition, sort of. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then um, also you get, you know, higher resolution gameplay. Um, they say the game's at 60 frames per second, and a lot of parts are at 60 frames per second, but just like the, the PS3 version, you get, you know, frame drops. You know, they're kind of noticeable. Um, it's it's nothing too big of a problem, but they're there, you know, but gotcha. it doesn't matter because it's still amazing. So you, you could definitely overlook the frame drops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, okay. 
Yeah, I've noticed that about the the PS4. I have a couple games that I've been playing, and like especially with Second Son, I've noticed, or Infamous Second Son, I should say. Sorry, uh, I've noticed that there's a couple times where you know I'll be turning around and and I'll notice like a pretty decent frame drop. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing happened with uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. Have you tried Ghost or Call of Duty Ghost on the PS4? Not yet. I have it. But not yet. Oh my god! You want to talk about frame drops? Oh my god! That game is horrible. I'll have if to. You, if you want to play the up. game, play it on the PS3 or the or the 360. Don't don't play it on PS4. <laughs> no, the only decent version was the 360 version. There's even problems on PS3, dude. I think PS3 has always had issues with Call of Duty games. I, I don't think I ever remember hearing about a, a a game that's never had issues with Call of Duty on a PS3. Between, like, the bad net lag and all that fun stuff, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, didn't the remastered version of The Last of Us have revamped multiplayer, too? Um, yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I've been playing the single player so much, I completely forgot the game had a had a multiplayer. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, yeah, the, the multiplayer's revamped. Um, you got a whole bunch of the, uh, the DLC uh, maps included as well. And, um, you know... I was trying to stream the game last night, but my inter- my internet provider was being a butt face. It wouldn't let me do it, so I will be trying again shortly. So he got shot by the Comcast gun. Oh, he was doing so good too, Joe. So good. <laughs> I didn't mention the provider. You could say that he's casting communications and <laughs> failing. Anyway. Uh, you know, uh, One Dead Saint, who's a uh, friend and fan of the show, yeah. uh, he's also been streaming a lot of Last of Us. I watched him do the multiplayer. and uh, It seems pretty intense, actually. I wouldn't have expected it to be so intense with a single player like it is. but Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I played a little bit of it on the PS3. I haven't had a chance to play it on the PS4 version yet, but um, mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen, it's like a lot better. It's, it's like a cross between, I want to say, like Gears of War gameplay what cover system and you know team playingness yeah and like uh, like team Call of Duty in a way yeah, yeah 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 so it's like a, a Call of Duty and like a, a Gears of War like mix up interesting that actually looks awesome man so yeah. Joe yep what what have you been playing man oh not much I've just been going be again switching between uh, Serious Sam three and uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Cool, cool. It's just whenever I just want to come home, you know, fucking pound some alien face, I just pop on to Sam 3. Pound <laughs> some alien dirty. face. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> prophylactic <laughs> for that, or... <laughs> nah. <laughs> you might want to consider one. Anyway. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon X on my 3DS. Uh, I just got my fourth badge, and uh, I, I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. Uh, I I've always been a fan of the Pokemon series, but this one is just massive. I mean the the area is basically modeled off of Paris, and it's huge. And it's just wow. I I've, I got my fourth badge. Most of my Pokemon are already level forty plus, and usually in Pokemon games, when your Pokemon are about that high. You're about ready to start fighting the Elite Four, which is usually like the the beginning of the final bosses. And I, I like I said, I'm only on my fourth badge. I'm halfway in, so it's like, oh wow, 
this is uh, definitely a lot longer than I remember it being. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of fun things about it too. They got the global trade system, and uh, they they also got Wonder Trade, which is basically where you put in a random Pokemon and get a random Pokemon back. Uh, which I, cool. Yeah, yeah. I actually got uh, this one. Uh, it was a Steelix, which is the steel version of Onyx. Uh, I got him from Germany, so it's got the actual like little German flag next to his name, and <laughs> I just imagine it's just going around. Achtung! <laughs> Leaving, you know, uh, just you know, random stuff. Just, just yelling random words <laughs> just all the time. Just, just random German words. Uh, no Germans were harmed in the making of the Steelix. Uh, anyway, so I've been playing that. I've also been playing Infamous Second Son. I think I'm the only person that's ever died in that game via porta potty. What? Whoa! What the hell? I I died via porta potty. How does that oh, work? What'd so <laughs> so here's the thing. I like to roleplay a little bit when I play video games, and I saw that the DUP had porta potties. And god damn it, I'm not gonna leave any part of DUP's structures uh, standing if they're if they're gonna try and take over my city. God damn it! So I decided I was going to attack the porta potty. Now, <laughs> now I don't know if this was a glitch. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I, I seriously wish I was recording this. I'll probably try it again tonight and see if I can record it and uh, upload it. But I attacked the porta potty, and the porta potty kind of attacked back um, uh, by landing on me, which apparently <laughs> is an insta kill. So I died by porta potty. Wow. I was not sure if I should be proud that I have been probably the only person to discover that porta potties can kill you in the game. Or deeply saddened that uh, somebody's stool ended my life. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say to this. But <laughs> I, I played the game. I, hundred percent it. Got all the trophies. Beat it both evil and good. And I can't say out of all the things that I died <laughs> in that game, I can, I can say that I did not die by porta potty. <laughs> well, then you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> that that should be a, that should be a trophy in the game. Die by porta potty. Death by porta potty. Yeah. That sounds like a punk band too. <laughs> hey Joe, we need to make a punk band named Death by Porta Potty. <laughs> John, you can play the xylophone. Sounds good. Woohoo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I've been playing Infamous Second Son on my PS4, uh, and I actually. I think Infamous has been the best example of what the PS4 is capable of because that game, especially the cinematics, is beautiful. It looks yeah. great. Yeah, that game's amazing. Uh, I've been playing a little Wolfenstein New Order on PC and, of course, World of Warcraft and Minecraft. So, so you guys ready to move on to the first section of the show? Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> it, it's only 1230. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the gaming news! This story was posted by PC Gamer. Uh, it, it, it is about the unofficial Minecraft convention that disappears with all of your money. Uh, the article basically states that the uh, convention was designed uh, to ultimately be an unofficial Minecraft convention where uh, it was supposed to be more towards the fans versus uh, Mojang's Minecon, which seemed kind of more catered towards 
Mojang's terrible excuse for panels, and uh, YouTubers, essentially. Uh, and this one was supposed to basically kind of balance that out and be more fan-friendly. Unfortunately, though, uh, the, the week of the convention, they regretted to inform us that it was delayed or postponed, and they never gave a clear reason as to why. Uh, within that time, however, they made 500000 U.S. dollars Holy in advanced ticket sales. So $500,000 has now completely and utterly disappeared. Huh. Someone benefited greatly from this. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> Someone uh, is going to be hunted down. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Twitter account for the, the thing, which was Minorama. Minorama? Uh, Minorama, <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, has been hacked and is actually making fun of the con. It's, supposedly it's a 16-year-old. And uh, he's basically making fun of it, even blatantly saying, hey, if they want it back, I'm sure they can try it. But they have not even tried to get their Twitter account back. Their site has been shut down by their hosting provider, which I'm assuming... Oh, excuse me. I'm assuming is because they didn't pay their bills. Which, if you figure, if they're sitting on five hundred thousand dollars, how hard it would it be to pay ten dollars to freaking sign up for another year? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of curious. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there there was just real no any explanation as to why. Uh, the person said that he was. I'm forgetting his name now, but he basically said that he was going to have a Twitch stream where he would answer questions to explain the situation. Uh, his name was Lou Gasco. Lou never did the stream. They just he just disappeared. Oh wow! Sounds like to me somebody just scammed a lot of people out of a lot of money. Oh yeah. Yeah. And who the hell, buddy? Lucky I didn't pay for anything. <laughs> I never even heard of it. So. Yeah, me neither. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I, I heard about it, but you know, I I didn't really. You see, here's the thing. I don't like traveling for conventions. Yeah. So if it's not here in Chicago, I'm most likely not going to go unless there's something that's really big happening that that's going to make you go, okay, I'll, I probably should go there. You know, it, it, it takes special circumstances to make me leave Chicago. So uh, ultimately, you know, I was not really interested in going anyway. But there was a lot of concern about it being a scam. And like even on their Twitter, they're like, this is not a scam. We're, we're legit. <laughs> Like, well, you don't really look legit now, I'll tell you yeah, that. Right? It's like, are you a scam? No. Oh, okay, here's my money. And, you know, the thing is, is that when I first read this story, you know, I was thinking about the conversations we used to have about Minecon, and we're like, man, why don't we just have our own convention? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't need $500,000, I can tell you that much. No, we definitely wouldn't. We could do the DashCon thing, get a ball pit, put the kids in the ball pit, I'll put on a beard and a freaking hat and become Notch for about an hour, and talk about oh yeah, my Minecraft's so great. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I, we would probably entertain masses and masses <laughs> amount of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you, we wouldn't need five hundred thousand dollars. I. Oh, just as a creeper, and John could be Steven. I could just chase him around all night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would love to to cosplay as an Enderman and just grab somebody's table and walk away with it. That'd <laughs> be fucking awesome, dude. It's like, oh, did you need that chair? Pick it up and just walk yeah, away with yoink. it. Just plop it some random aisle somewhere. You know? <laughs> Great. I think I'm totally going to do that for a convention now. 
There you I'm, go. I'm totally going to cosplay as an Enderman and just p pick up people's chairs and walk away with <laughs> I can just see it now, dude. Then yeah. all of a sudden you see like a creeper just chasing a random guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. That is going to be great. The bottom line that we learned today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that uh, don't donate to a convention that you don't know might be a scam or not. Just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I think only one person said that he was able to put in a, uh, a back charge through Chase, and it's still technically under pending. But a lot of these donations through PayPal have been done since January. Oh, and, wow. And PayPal won't refund you after a certain amount of time. So a lot of those people that paid via PayPal, they're not getting their money back. How much were the tickets? I'm not 100% sure offhand. Let me see if I can quickly find that answer for you. Uh, I, if I want to guess, I would say badges are typically like 25 to 50. Well, that's that's not too bad, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah 50 bucks, closed. that's a lot of money to lose, but I mean, it's better than 100. That just shows you how many people purchase tickets or pre-purchase them. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say on here... Uh, because their website's closed down, so they don't really have it listed. But <laughs> if any of you are listening to this show and you actually uh, purchased a badge through them or a ticket through them, uh, post in the comments section. Let us know how much it was, and we'll talk about it on the next show. So. Wow. Man, it's a good thing I'm cheap. Otherwise, I might have been in, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, it's just crazy. You know, and the thing is, like... I, I do sympathize because I know how hard it is to run a convention, not through personal experience, but through uh, other people, essentially, helping out, volunteering for conventions, and just discussing it with people that do run them. And it's not easy, man. I mean, you got you're in charge of a lot. And I get yeah. that. And, and expense, expenses can get very, very high, especially when you're working with a hotel and you're, you know, we're a convention center and going through all the the hubbub that comes with that, or hodgepodge, which we'll talk about later. Um, so I, I understand that it, it could take a lot of time and money, but you probably, if you were going to run into major issues, you probably should have told people a bit sooner than the week of the convention. Just yeah, that just, just screams thievery right there. Well, yeah, and you also got to imagine, I mean, people booked hotel rooms. People oh, dude, yeah, that's... You know, I mean... And that's that's money that's wasted. I mean, because oh, yeah. especially with flights, not all flights will refund you for your ticket. You know, most flights won't refund you money, and a lot of hotels too. I mean, yeah. going by experience, you know, because you know I work at the hotel, I ain't gonna say which one, but um, yeah, uh, a lot of people that make reservations and they don't cancel them, you know, within a certain amount of time, they're still gonna get charged for that. Yeah, you know, it's like, ugh, man, so much money. Definitely a shame. Shall we move on? Yes, let's. Yep. All right. Uh, we got this story from IGN, and uh, this talks about uh, a little bit of a sadder topic. Uh, this one is about Depression Quest. It is now available for free on Steam. Uh, the main reason is that the, uh, the game developer, Zoe Quinn, was a bit worried about releasing the game this week because of the passing of Robin Williams. Uh, God rest his soul. And, you know, that's his... That's another topic we'll talk about in a little bit after this uh, topic here. But 
uh, she was a little bit, or she or he, I'm not sure which one, I apologize for my ignorance on this, um, was, was a bit worried about it, I think it's a she, and decided to go ahead and release it anyway in the hopes that people that are suffering from the same uh, depression that Robin Williams was uh, can maybe use this as a tool to help them out. Uh, Depression Quest is described as a text adventure game that chronicles what it's like to live with depression. Uh, it aims to show sufferers that they are not alone in their feelings and to help non-sufferers realize the burden of living with depression. So uh, the game is now available for free on Steam. No money down. You can go ahead and check it out. Uh, we strongly suggest you do, especially in the wake of Robin Williams' passing. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it was incredibly heartbreaking and... You got to realize, and I'm going to kind of segue a little bit into the Robin Williams thing right now. Uh, you got to realize how much of a warm and gentle heart Robin Williams was. I mean, there are stories coming out the wazoo about how he would pay for people's tuition in college, how he, mm -hmm. you know, loved his daughter so much that you know they did Nintendo commercials, you know, together. Uh, there, there was so much communication about how, like, during the uh, the filming of Hook. The main reason why they would be able to film for 20 straight hours was because Robin Williams would actually keep everybody's morale high by making them laugh and keeping them excited. And it just it's just sad to see someone who, who cared so much, loved so much, uh, go in, in such a manner. And that's why I'm really glad to see that these kind of tools are available to, to help you out in these cases. So I guess to, to pass this off, uh, let's let's do a two-parter thing here just to kind of talk about this a bit. The first being, uh, how do you feel about Depression Quest being free? And the second is, is, what's your favorite Robin Williams movie? Let's go ahead and do this. Uh, John, why don't you go first? All right. Well, the question of the game being free, I think that's, that's amazing. Um, was it always going to be free, or is it free now because of what happened? To be completely honest with you, I'm not sure. Uh, well, uh, I, anyway, it's it's amazing that the game's free because um, it it gives people an in-depth look about you know what's going on with depression. You know, people that don't suffer from depression can see you know what it's like for people that do live with depression, and the people that do have depression, you know, it can make things a little bit easier for them. You know, by playing a game because everybody knows you know video games. You know, when it comes to depression, if you're feeling down, if you're angry, if you're this or that, you you can lose yourself in a video game and everything else just goes away. You know, that's like one of the great powers of the video game. But um, as far as my favorite Robert Williams movie is, oh, I'd probably have to say Flubber. That was that was oh, pretty fun. Flubber was good. Yeah, yeah, Flubber was was interesting, and I I, I think I'd have to say Mrs. Doubtfire would be right behind that. Yeah, but. Yeah, everybody knows Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> what about you, Joe? I think it's great that it's free. It's gonna help people that suffer from it, you know, to see some, you know, somebody in the game going through a similar situation. And like what John was pointing out earlier, it's gonna help people that don't understand depression uh, see where people that do have it are coming from. Yeah. So you know, it's two birds with one stone right there. And the movie, my favorite Robin Williams movie, had to be Aladdin. No one else could have done the genie, dude. Oh, no way. No way. Yeah. He, he just... He had the charisma for that, that role that I don't think many people would have been able to match. Yeah, yeah. And it's was, pretty amazing was, how they got it into, like, a cartoon, too. Yeah. 
And he portrayed it as well. I mean, he made the character believable. You just looked at him and you heard his voice and you're like, damn. <laughs> Can't say that about, you know, very many actors doing voiceovers. Yeah, and, it's you know, the whole thing about voiceovers is is that when, you, when you're doing it, some sometimes you don't even see the scene. You basically have to kind of channel in your own enthusiasm or or channel in your own emotions depending on what the scene is. And Robin Williams was just so easy to just kind of snap into that because he just was he was such a genius when it came mm-hmm. to to his style of acting and his voice acting. So yeah, it's yeah. Lad's a great great pick. Yeah, the guy was a master at improv. Oh, he yeah. was a legend, man. Oh yeah. As far as Depression Quest for me, I, I'm definitely glad that it's free, and I really do like the fact that it can both target those that are suffering from depression and maybe kind of help with the skeptics who sit there and easily judge people who uh, commit suicide or, or really feel the, the weight of depression. You know, th- there's so many people that just don't understand exactly what that does to a human being. And I, I can only hope that the people that are just so skeptical and so judgmental would give this a chance, play it, see what it's like on the other side, and maybe that would help them see a little better. Because unfortunately, one of humanity's biggest problems is is that it's so easy to judge what we see but not what we feel. Yeah. And what I, what I mean by that, obviously, is is that you know we, we can see something and we believe that. But if we don't feel it, we don't believe it, bottom line. So it's a lot easier for us to kind of ignore that sort of thing, and hopefully with Depression Quest, now we can actually get a chance uh, to shut these skeptics up, because unfortunately they exist. They actually, unfortunately, caused uh, Zelda Williams, which is uh, Robin Williams' daughter, to actually deactivate her Twitter account because they were being just such twats about it. Yeah. It just, it's really stupid that that sort of thing happens, and I really feel yeah. bad for Zelda Williams. Yeah, when I read that earlier, I was, I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. She just lost her dad, for God's sakes. And you're going to bugger about him? There's a special place in hell for people like you, man, seriously. Um, I, I actually just got a quick message from uh, Tana Kila saying that uh, with the Aladdin movie, 90% of Genie's lines was actually improv by, uh, by Robin Williams. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's, there's a nice fact for you. So if you ever appreciated Genie's role... That's all Robin Williams, man. Mm-hmm. Only ten percent of that was actually, you know, reading off a script. I could have just, I could have just pictured him there reading the script. He's like, "Oh, this is garbage. Hold on, let me do it. I'm doing it live." <laughs> you ain't never had a friend like me. Yeah, so, dude, exactly, man. Yeah. So, um, as far as my favorite Robin Williams movie, man, that's a hard one to choose. Uh, that, there were so many greats, but he oh, still stood out for me. Aladdin's a great choice. So is Flubber, too. Uh, I made a joke about, uh, and this wasn't in the news docket, uh, Westboro is talking about picketing his uh, funeral, which has become such a normal coincidence with Westboro now that it just doesn't even have any shock value to it anymore. Um, but I made the joke that it's like, oh, yeah, these, these guys are going to picket his funeral and then go home and watch Jumanji. Probably, uh, yeah. They need to build an, uh, an iron... Picket fence around her damn compound and keep them in there. That's what. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Jumanji was probably the first Robin Williams movie that I actually watched and uh, loved greatly. Uh, Hook was also fantastic, but I think my favorite one out of all of them 
would, would have to be, oh man, and I'm forgetting the name now, like a nub. Uh, Night at the Museum, I think it was. Uh, he played the role of Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. His his Teddy Roosevelt was just fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's got... Yeah. One-hour photo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was one of his drama movies. Yeah. Thing in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I have never laughed awkwardly so much in my life for, you know, until that one scene. It was just one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. But, God, that, his... Verbiage on that was so funny. I knew I was forgetting one, dude. Yeah, one hour photo. That's a real good movie too. So, but yeah, uh, if anything, definitely check out Depression Quest. And while you're at it uh, on Amazon Prime, you can go ahead and find yourself a Robin Williams movie to watch. So there you go. But yep. see what I did there? Kind of worked the sponsor. <laughs> anyway, so I think we're ready to move on to the next segment, huh? Or not Hold segment, on, but news, news time. Uh, Damn it, who cut these onions? It is sad, though. It, it really is. I mean, yeah. there's been many celebrities that have passed over the past few years, and of course it's it's sad. You know, it always impacts you in some way, shape, or form. Robin Williams, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way about this, Robin Williams was such a dominant part of my childhood that, mm. you know, it, it feels like a bit of my childhood was ripped out. Yeah, it does. The world's a darker yeah. place now without him. Yeah. Definitely. But at least he has left us with a large body of his work for us to enjoy for generations to come. Oh, yeah, definitely. And He's not going to be forgotten anytime soon. Oh, yeah. And you got to imagine, like, especially with the way Disney is about their films, Aladdin's going to probably be re-released in about a year anyway. So you'll get to see his, or, or hear his magic at least one more time. Probably in 4K, goodness. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment, and that is, uh, or not segment, but news topic, and that is from GameSpot. Uh, and they talked about PS4's upcoming game-sharing feature will actually limit you to 60 minutes per session. What? Now, uh, before we go into this, a little explanation. If you're not familiar with what the SharePlay uh, feature will be, SharePlay is basically a virtual couch that allows you to play online local co-op uh, via online streaming. So basically, for example, if you have a copy of uh, Killzone, just throwing a name out there, and you want to do a split-screen multiplayer with a friend who's not with you right now, but they're at their PS4 at home, you can actually ask them to join your game, and they could play the game with you without having the disc. So they'll be able to play your game as well. And uh, the news topic that is discussed here is that this will ultimately limit you to 60 minutes per session. Now, one thing to keep in mind is, is that there does not specify that you can't just get back into another session right afterwards. So I, I don't know if they'll put any type of restrictions like that in there. Hmm. still kind of sucks, but that might be something to think about. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On the flip side, uh, the service does not require any additional work from developers, so it will be functional on all PS4 games that support local multiplayer. Game saves are saved locally, which means that if you buy the game for yourself, you can pick up where you left off. So that's really good news. Yeah, that's kind of cool. 
Uh, and before we hit this next news part, I, I do want to talk a little bit about the share play. I, I, and this is my opinion on it, and you guys are more than welcome to chime in, chime in obviously. Um, I think that in all seriousness, even with the 60-minute limit, this is still revolutionary because yeah, there's yeah, not cool many services that would offer something like this. So this is pretty incredible when you look at it at face value. Yeah, I definitely yeah. really dig that, man. Because let's say if you uh, buy a game and there's another game that came up but you can't afford to get it right now, and your buddy has it, you can check it out, play with them, see if you like it. Yeah. You can always go pick it up later on. Yeah. I wonder why there's 60 minutes, though. I mean... It might be because of latency, maybe because ultimately it's streaming the game from your PS4 to the other PS4. Yeah, it's true. not it's yeah. not downloading the game to the hard drive, so maybe it's that after 60 minutes it, the latency might drop a little bit, and you might start noticing some really bad uh, you know latency drops. Mm. So they figure after the 60 minutes, if they make you reconnect, you probably can get a stronger connection again. And I'm I'm just throwing speculation out there. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the only other con that I can list, which isn't really a con for me, but might be a con for some people, SharePlay is for PlayStation Plus members only. Oh, yeah. You gotcha. have to have a PlayStation Plus uh, subscription in order to use SharePlay. I don't know if that means that the person you're sharing with also has to have Plus, but I can pretty much imagine that they will have to have yeah. it. Yeah. So. I have Plus and... I'm totally cool with it, so I don't have an issue with it, but I could see how some people who are like, oh, PlayStation never charged me for this stuff before. What the heck, man? You know, they might get a little yeah. upset with that, and it's validated, but... Yeah, true. Yeah, but well, on, that, I mean, on that note, anyway, you know, for them to create a better service, you know, they needed extra revenue, and that's where that cost is coming from. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of bandwidth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, in the first place, I mean, with the PS4, you got you got to be a plus member anyway just to play online. So, I mean, yeah. the majority of people are probably going to have Plus anyway. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, a couple last notes about the PS4 2.0 firmware update, which will include also ultimately the uh, SharePlay service. Uh, you will also get the YouTube application, uh, more broadcast and sharing op options, which include the ability to upload your game footage to YouTube. So you Ooh. no longer have to go through Twitch and have Twitch import to YouTube. You can actually import it directly from your PS4 to YouTube, which is freaking awesome. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, and, of course, uh, you get quick links to your friends' streams when they are streaming online through Twitch, right in your What's New feed. And lastly, you will also get the ability to search your friends by real name. So cool. you no longer have to worry about, oh, my God, I don't remember what his username is. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I'm going to have to look for Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. <laughs> Joe Schmo from Al Capone. Anyway, so there you go. Any last thoughts before we move on? Do they have a date when this might be coming out, or is it just like, oh, it's coming soon? Fall. That's all they're mentioning right now is it's going to be released sometime in fall. I would assume October. Yeah. But fall. Nah. Oh, well. Better late than I presume. Better. I presume this is going to come out the same time as Destiny. It could yeah, be. probably, yeah. So... That that's what my guess, and I think Destiny comes out in September. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, quick detective work. Destiny release date uh, September 9th. 
So there you go. Yeah. They're probably going to push it around that time because, I mean, Destiny is kind of looking like it's going to be big for the PS4. I mean, they get a lot of exclusive content and stuff, so, so there you go. All right, so Joe, why don't you go ahead and take us into the next section? All right, and now we're, go, we're moving on to a new topic. It's called Tech Talk with Joe. So right now I'm going to present to you guys uh, something that caught my eye last week. New graphics card released by NVIDIA, and it's called the NVIDIA GeForce GTX Titan Z. This card right here, it features a whopping 12 gigabytes of GD, GDR5 memory. Holy crap, this card's a beast. 5,760 CUDA cores, supports PCI Express 3.0. This thing is just sick, dude. It's got a clock core of uh, 705, boost clock of 876 megahertz, and an effective memory clock of 7,000 megahertz. Jeez. And it has a 768 memory, 168-bit <laughs> memory interface. Supports uh, DirectX 12 and uh, OpenGL 4.4. Holy crap! But but can it play Minecraft? <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone actually own this? <laughs> well, why don't you tell them how much it is? Yeah, moving on to that. This card is a whopping two thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars. What? Jesus. This is like the most ridiculous video card I've ever seen. Holy crap, does it do your laundry too? <laughs> it probably it? has enough graphical processing power to do your laundry. Wow. So I was, I was pretty much calling this the video card of the gods. Well, it's got Titan in the name, so there you go. There you, you go. Know, what do you guys think about this? Uh, um... <laughs> I don't know. I'd I'd love to try it out, <laughs> but I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, with a three thousand dollar price tag, my job don't pay me that much. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is for the people that love bleeding edge technology. They just they they want the biggest best thing they could possibly get, and they have the money to throw away. Yeah. And God bless them. I think it's fantastic. Uh, be personally, I'm too po. I'm too po. I'm sorry. I don't have enough money for this. <laughs> I heard That's crazy. That. That's a beast. Imagining freaking like <laughs> SLIing two of these. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine SLIing four of these. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, that's like a whole ten grand on video cards alone. Yeah, man. if you could afford four of these, you don't need a computer anymore. You need a holodeck. Right. That too, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. It's like mission control over here. Seriously, you can launch satellites from your home at that point. <laughs> NASA be calling you to help out with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Jesus. Hell no, is this really necessary? I think you can just save yourself the money, spend half of that, upgrade the rest of your PC, buy four 780s and run those in SLI, and you're good to go. There you go. I would say four 780s are a bit overkill, too. <laughs> yeah, but that's a hell of a lot cheaper than one of these Titans. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm an ATI guy anyway, so, you know, I'm the enemy. But, <laughs> yeah. 
But man, I it's just I can't imagine spending that much money on there. It's just it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm running a A10 processor with a 6670. Uh, I think I don't remember the exact number, but I think it's a 6670, and I'm able to play uh, Wolfenstein New Order on medium graphics just fine. I'm okay with that. If you need more than that, you're you're a finicky person, man. That's I don't want to deal with that. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the mailbag, shall we? Yes, let's well, moving. That was good mailbag. No, that was a great job. Us. Okay, guys, I'm gonna be doing the mailbag this show. So uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, since this being our first show and all, we only have uh, one one message in our mailbag here. Uh, let me see. Let me bring it up over here. This is from uh, Zoja. 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 Zoja, Wait, is that how you pronounce it? You can pronounce it however you want, Zoja, man. I don't Zoja. even think they know how to pronounce it. They'll just correct yeah. you later on in the next mailbag. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah most likely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. I'm horrible with, with tags and all that mumbo-jumbo. But anyway, uh, here's what it says. Uh, just wanted to say hi and that I'm enjoying the guild and can't wait for the WOD to come out this fall. Warlords I, of Trainer. Ah, can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the gaming community. I see there is also a Minecraft selection. When is the Minecraft content going to be available? Is there any type of gaming you guys are going for to focus on? Or is, or is it all just hodgepodge? Hodgepodge, yeah. Hodgepodge, yeah. Just overall right? hodgepodge. So, I, yeah. so to kind of, I guess, break that down a little bit, essentially uh, with the Minecraft section... As announced earlier, uh, we're, we're pushing for around August 30th as far as a, uh, a day to release the, or to open up the Minecraft server. And that, of course, is going to be a Feed the Beast Lite 2 server, which I just want to push that out there. Um, I'm sorry, the, the date's going to be the 29th, August 29th, I'm sorry. And uh, that's pretty much what we have planned for that. Uh, people, it will be a whitelist server, so you will need to apply before you can even log in. It's not going to be greylist like it was before, so that's something to consider. Uh, as far as the, uh, the gaming content, or, or basically the, for the gaming community, if there's any other games that we focus on, it's going to be games that we enjoy. Uh, so, yes, hodgepodge, very hodgepodge. Yeah, hodgepodge. <laughs> But basically, we're not going to open up a community for a game that we don't like because I mean that's just going to that's going to decrease the quality of the entire community as a whole. So, mm-hmm. what games would you guys like to open up a community on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the last I don't one. Know. What, what system is I don't know on? Uh, I'm not sure. Is that on the PS door? The PS door. With PS door, door. Don't let the door hit you with a good lore split you. Nah. Nah. Anyway. Any games you want to see, Joe? Well, I'm surprised he didn't mention, but you can do a little uh, the Last of Us section. Maybe even a little Resident Evil. Yeah, if you get people to play that game with you, definitely. That'd be that'd be wicked. Yeah. I would love maybe, to get you maybe guys. Some, uh, Serious Sam three, because that those. Contain 16-player co-op. 16-player oh, co-op? Yeah, dude. Wow. Jesus. But I believe the game scopes up the difficulty for that. 
Six I would hope so. Player? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely have to at that point because I mean, you get sixteen people, you guys are face rolling through it. You you Pretty have much. a personal army at that point. Let's go curb stomp some aliens. Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still want to get you guys to try Rust. I think you guys will get a kick out of it. And it looks cool, man. Definitely. People. I just missed it during the sale. I don't even think it went on sale. I don't sale. think it did, right? No, no. Face Punch has been very... Uh, they really haven't tried too hard to sell the game to the community. They're they're basically reworking the engine. So oh. for now, like they're basically, you know, not even advertising the game. They're just kind of backing off away from it. So but in its current state, Rust is still really fun. And I think you guys will get a kick out of that. So we might maybe dive into that a little bit. Hmm. Uh so I'll go ahead and take the section, but we're actually going to kind of run through this fairly fast because we are a little ahead of, or a little behind on time. Uh, all of our sections kind of ran a little long, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to Retro Paradise. This is where we're going to talk about uh, classic retro games for your viewing pleasure. Uh, this week I want to, or this episode, I should say. We're not doing this weekly. Uh, this episode I wanted to talk about Doom, Mother Lover! Doom, yes, Doom. You've played Doom. It was on the Super Nintendo, the 3DO, the Sega Saturn, Sega CD. Uh, God, what else was it on? It was pretty much on everything. It was on everything. It has literally been ported PlayStation, uh-huh. N64. 32X. 32X. It was on everything. There was never a system that went without Doom. Why? Because <laughs> uh-huh. Doom is universal. Doom is life. Doom is death. Doom is everything. Uh, it was originally created by ID Software, and uh, if you have not heard of ID Software, you have never played a PC game in your entire freaking life. Um, <laughs> that's just sad. But one of the things to keep in mind is is that it's still, to this day, and this game was released, oh god, I can't even remember what year. I think it was like 1992, maybe? Ooh, release date. There we go. Wow. Definitely been... Like... 93. I was one year off, and I pulled that number out of my butt. Uh, 1993, so you got to imagine that was 20 years ago, 21 years ago, and it still has a modding community. Brutal Doom is, uh, I think it just recently got updated. It has ragdoll physics in sprite form, which is pretty funny. Uh, so there's still mods being developed for this thing. On top of that, Doom is one of the few games that has actually been ported over to many different PC engines. There's an Unreal Engine version of it. There's a Rage Engine of it. It's just (laughs) everyone has ported Doom to some type of engine just because they love this game so much that it just will not die. Gotta check those versions out, man. Um, Especially uh, that one remake they had using the the ID Tech 4 engine, Doom 3. That was sick, man. Yeah. That's a standout for me. They did the entire first episode. So there you go, man. Check out Doom if you haven't already. And also, if uh, I just thought about it. if anyone wants to link to any Doom mods that you have, you know, just uh, you know, send them in the mailbox or link them on the forums. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Let us know what kind of uh, mods you're playing. I know personally, I'm I'm a huge fan of Brutal Doom. I'm... That's what I've been running with with the with the texture mods going to. Oh yeah. I, I'm still convinced I want to beat that game on black metal. 
which is the oh, hardest difficulty. Wow, good luck with that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They shoot at like half the speed, or double the speed, I should say. It is just crazy. I actually did a video on my YouTube channel of me attempting it, and I think I only made it to like the third level on the shareware levels. So it's it's tough. It is so tough. Uh, and of course, if you do not own a copy of Doom, well, guess what? It's still on sale on Steam. If you don't have, or if you don't want to buy the original version, there's also the Doom 3 BFG, which comes with Doom. There's just so much, there are so many ways to play this game. There's no reason for you not to play it. Hell, they were even packaged with uh, Doom 3 and the expansion Resurrection of Evil on the original Xbox. They were? Yeah. Huh. I thought that was only in the BFG edition. Oh, no, they came with those games on uh, the original Xbox as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now, actually. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm just yeah, saying I'll yeah, take your word for it. I, do, I personally didn't know that. Uh, little hidden gem about those games, too. Good times. And they updated the controls for them, too. Even better. So, John. What's up? What's on sale? What's on sale? Let's see here. Let's see? Let's see. If... God dang it. Oh, stupid chair. Sorry. <laughs> backwards. All right. Let's see what games are on sale here. Uh, I've been browsing around, and I looked, and I seen on Steam, they they have uh, two pretty cool sales going on, uh, one of them being Darkness 2. That's like 80% off, so it's like five ninety nine. And That's a great deal. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's a cool game. I own it. I haven't played it yet, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's a cool game. I mean, I really enjoy the first one. Yeah, the second uh, one is just as good. It really is. And the cool thing is, is that you pretty much start with the same powers that you had from the first one. So it's almost like kind of picking up where you left off. Oh, that's cool. So, so if you haven't played the first one, though, would you recommend playing the second one without playing the first? Uh, if you're a big story buff, no, you you want to play the first one first. Yeah, there's some really important details that go on that go yeah. down during the first game. Oh yeah, well, kind of like why you have these powers in the first place. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that'd be helpful. Yeah, it's just a little bit, but uh, it does stand out a bit on its own gameplay-wise. So, I mean, if you're not huge into story and you're just looking for a nice action uh, thriller uh, in a first-person shooter form, it, it'll it'll play fairly well. Mm. Well, there you go. All right, and uh, also uh, the Calypso Anniversary Sale is going on where they have a whole lineup of games that that are up to 85% off. I mean, some of these sales are ridiculous. I mean, there's games on here for like 74 cents. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know? Awesome. Because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cheap bastard, so... Me too. Yeah. Me three. <laughs> Me four. Wait, what? What? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I both of these are, are awesome deals, and Steam has just always been fantastic about having uh, pretty solid deals. Uh, another thing, and I put this on Twitter... Uh, the Indie Gala, but Indie Gala. There we go. I can Indie Gala. Indie Gala. I can talk. Uh, they have weekly bundles, which include Steam games, and uh, their weekly bundle that they have right now includes a game called Dinner Date. Uh, 
And if you have never played Dinner Date, don't. Run. <laughs> Run away. Don't buy this. I'm advertising this to torture you, not, not to help you. Dinner Date is a game where you play a prissy Englishman who is stood up on a date, and the entire time is just you listening to his monologue while you stuff food and wine in his face. Yes. Wow. That is a game. That sounds like an awesome game. It, um, no. <laughs> just, just no. There is some other cool games on this pack, though. Uh, it's got Dead Hungry Diner, which is kind of like a, you know, a Halloween version of Diner Dash, which is kind of cool. They got Super Cyborg, Flight of the Icarus, which is a steampunk game. Lots of cool stuff on here, and all the games are pretty much available at two dollars and nineteen cents. So you're not really investing much. So the link will be in the uh, show notes. So, and for you guys, if you want to check it out, I'll put it in the chat real quick. There you go. All right. Uh, so the last thing we're going to talk about is any events that we're hosting currently. We do not have any events planned. Uh, John and I are probably going to be doing some streaming. So uh, when we go through the links, we'll also uh, give away our Twitch channels. So definitely follow us on there. Uh, John has been doing some, or trying to do some PS4, uh, but he's having some communication casting problems. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah, internet yeah, provider. Yeah, well, you're, you're great. Yeah, ISP. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have some live streams going. Uh, we also are going to have some... Uh, Free to play gaming server invasions. So, games like uh, just throwing it out there Team Fortress 2. We're going to go ahead and play a little bit of that. Maybe we'll get some other games going too, but something to look forward to in the future. Uh, all these events will be on the calendar, both on the site and on our Steam group. So, you'll be able to find out about both of those. And of course, uh, check your calendar on August 29th. Which is around the time where we'll release another episode. Uh, the Minecraft server will be open, and uh, I will be losing a lot of sleep. <laughs> so. But thankfully, I got Linux with this, so he's losing sleep too. So I, I sleep a little better with that. Ah, well, yeah, at least you're not alone. There you go. All right, so you can find our website over at splitscreenplayers.com. Uh, we also want to thank our sponsor, uh, Amazon Prime. You can get a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime right now if you click on the link in the show notes or if you click on the banner at splitscreenplayers.com. Uh, you can also find our Twitter account at twitter.com slash splitscreenplay. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash splitscreenplayers. And lastly, you can join our Steam community over at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash split screen players uh, and of course we have our twitch channels you can find me over at twitch.tv slash scott viper v-y-p-e-r you can find john over at twitch.tv slash o-o dark knight n-i-t-e o-o and lastly you can find joe at twitch.tv slash enforcer 1007 so there you go follow us on twitch and we will be streaming although i personally think that maybe we should make one channel and all stream from that channel Oh yeah, we'll we'll discuss that off off the show and figure out if that's what we're gonna do. But for now, follow those channels. You'll see some great gaming content or some fail gaming content. But either way, <laughs> you're gonna leave entertained. So, yeah. Any final thoughts before we get the heck out of here? 
Ah. Uh, no. Just just make sure everybody follows us on all the things so they know what we're doing, what's coming up, and uh, yeah, just just follow us on all the things. I could just see a meme popping up after that. Follow all the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, watching Robin Williams movies. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely do that. I know I'll be doing it personally. Alright guys, let's get the heck out of here. Yeah, let's go. Peace. Later guys.